Don't lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Smooth Soul Monday intended to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans who may have had a tough weekend. Not the case for the Texas Longhorns because of the men did advance to the Sweet 16. How sweet it is. Actually, ladies playing right now, right? Ladies are playing right yes, now, playing Louisville right now as we speak. And Louisville, a five seed up four. Uh, zero on the ladies from Texas, a four seed right now. And you can hear that matchup if you want to on 105 through the fan. Boom. Mm-hmm. Check it out for yourself. 105 through the bat. The bat. Like, Why don't you say the fan? Because <laughs> you've been listening. City. You were talking about the Cowboys a minute ago. I know. I'm sorry. 105 no. through the bat. Idiot. <laughs> uh, all right. Hit us up on the Specs Sex on 512-337-3776. You also hit us up via Twitter. My man Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. And I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. The Specs Sex line is lit right now. 512-337-3776. Most of y'all want to talk about the Larsa Pippen story. Uh, <laughs> so those those who did not hear the story, we played the audio, Larsa Pippen, on the Real Housewives of Miami reunion. She admitted uh, that her ex, Scotty Pippen, all right, we know the great Scotty Pippen, um, that her and Scotty, for the entire time they were together, and this texter uh, points out they were together like 20-some years. Mm-hmm. Right, they were together a really long time. Uh, she claims that they had sex, relations, all right, they were intimate Four times a night, every night, every night. Didn't skip a night. She he said she. They even said no oh. days off. They said he said <laughs> like the Big Twelve basketball tournament. No days uh, off. No, no. She. They even. They even. They even brought. They even kind of you know criticized her a little bit, and they were like, all right, you know what, you know, you didn't do it on the road because he's a basketball player, he travels on the road. She said like, no. On the road, he would take me on the road with him in on road games. We take a private jet, and they still kept up their their relations. Four times a night, every night. And basically, we've been discussing whether we think that is false, uh, exaggerated, true, what? I think, you know, I'm leaning toward it maybe being somewhat true. That's a weird number to bring up, too. Why did I get to yeah, four? I, I, yeah, what, what about, is no, that? Why not three? Why did you get to four of all times? And we've also established it couldn't have, these are not long um, love making sessions. No. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's short and to the point. I think it's because five would send him to the hospital. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah, that's, I'm like, why did he get to four? Why can't, yeah, I mean, three or, I don't know. It's just weird. It's a strange number to throw out there. Anyway, that was a big topic of discussion. And then Larsa Pippen also, by the way, she's dating uh, Michael Jordan's son. Marcus. Marcus. She, and she also mentioned Marcus and said Marcus, Marcus. is doing a great job of filling the shoes of Scottie Pippen, who apparently dun, dun, dun. had a really high sex drive, apparently. You think he was using the blue pills later on? Bluechew.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't out there. Hey, this is like, that's a, that's a technological advancement. something. I'm like, man, that dude is, is in the mix. You respect Scottie more or less now? I respect the hell out of Scott. You respect him more now? Oh my gosh! Now yes. he's got more street cred now. Oh my goodness! Why? Because he's, <laughs> he's making. <laughs> hey, some people are making phone calls right now talking <laughs> about. Hey man. Hey, what were you doing, man? What was your diet? What was your diet? What was you drinking? What was you eating, man? How do you regenerate? Like yeah. Respect a man for marrying a liar. 
Yeah. <laughs> what? How you know she's lying? I'm going to take her at her word. She looked like she'd been around for a while. She does look like she's been around. I know. She yeah. can walk around. in or get rolled in. <laughs> <laughs> Believe that more. Well, she's a. How old is Lost Spirit now? Like mid 40s, like yeah. late 40s, something yeah. like that. Um, but women. I think their sex drives and libidos actually increase as they get older. That's what the rumor is. So Lars is probably just hitting her peak. Oh, she been and in why the she game need Marcus, for a minute. Marcus, who's like in his twenties or something. You know, I mean, that's what's going on there. I think. Yeah. So either way, that's she's forty seven. That's how you keep up with the cougar. She's forty seven. <sighs> forty seven. Yeah. yeah. Four times a night. Woo. Mm-hmm. Every night. Get Ugh. your mind. Get your mind right. She, you know what, your blue chew, you're right about that though. Yeah, he's like, you need to keep it exudes some confidence. You try to keep up with Larsa. <laughs> yeah, you gonna need that blue chew, man. Whether you walking in the bar or walking <laughs> in home, you need some blue chew. <laughs> All right, that took over this next sex line. Uh, moving on from that, let's get into some. Uh, she talked Texas basketball really quickly yep. here. Uh, right, by the way, Louisville up nine five. Oh, 9-5 uh, right now. And there is right now six minutes left in the first quarter uh, for the Texas ladies. Uh, right now, you Rodney Terry's at this matchup mm-hmm. with the Texas ladies. Said you saw a picture. Saw a picture. Of, of Rodney Terry mm-hmm. uh, representing. Well, actually, he was at the game. He was representing the color of money. <laughs> Green. <laughs> uh, what, did, what did Rodney Terry have on? <laughs> he had on a... Green Nike sweatsuit, it looked like. Okay, with a long green long long, long, long Did a long horn on the sun. Where's the long horn? It says Nike. Where's the long horn on it though? Uh I did not you see. see. And you people are taking pictures with him. He's taking pictures, so it's all over the internet. So you ain't see a long horn in not, anywhere? Not now one. That is strange. It's very strange. It, it's not. It, it may. It may be nothing, and it may be something. But it is strange. It's just interesting that, that there's you a are game. The, yeah. You're the interim head coach at the University of Texas, and you're not wearing Texas gear. Aha! Uh-huh. You said interim. So uh, okay, <laughs> I see what you're going uh-huh. there. Do we think this is a negotiating ploy? Well, a negotiating the, tactic. The, the, the outfit is money green, so <laughs> he may be letting you know something. Maybe, maybe does he have like the low horn uh, emblem on his pants or something? Like, do we That's have? What I'm, is there something? You know, does I'm he have a, hat, a hat with the long horn on it? N- he's not. No, he's letting everybody see his bald head. Okay. So, well, not bald head. It's uh. I wonder. This yeah. is. I'll say this. A- anytime I, cause listen, I I never was a huge fan of burnt orange. Now I love the color. Hell, damn near a quarter, a third of my my closet is yeah. burnt orange now. Mm-hmm. And anytime I have to go to a Longhorn event, I mean, it, it, if if I don't uh, end up wearing some burnt orange or wearing something Longhorn uh, affiliated, then my wife will be like, "Hey, you're not wearing Longhorn gear. You need to put on something Longhorn related." Yep. Very strange. No, it's may, just, it may not be anything, and it may be something we don't know. But. Unless underneath the the vest that he's wearing, he's got like a long horn. Like it might be one of those okay military version green. Yeah, I've seen green yeah. with a long horn yeah. thing. I've seen it. Yeah, I'm gonna I, go with it's under the vest. I'm going go with it's like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going with the optimistic view. I'm looking at pictures of it. He's giving the horns up in all the pictures. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's giving the horns up, and I guess I'm guessing the long horns just covered by the vest. Okay. Slide oversight. He's wearing on a shirt underneath. I will say that because I don't like. He's wearing Texas drawers or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at the, at the co-op, they sell everything at the co-op. Man. Yeah. I will say that I I like my Longhorn gear now. Um, other colors 
than burnt orange. I yep, try to get yep. black. I got, a lot of gray. black. I got a lot of black. I yeah, got a lot of gray. I try to look well. for the other other than burnt orange colors, other than the traditional colors. So maybe just got something like that. It may yeah. be I mean, he is he is wearing green shoes, so he is all green. So he that's did, what I was saying. He's, he, he, he took is. time. He, 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 he sat in the mirror. This is, this is an outfit that he's took coordinated. It's a 15, 20. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> coordinate. 15, 20 minutes. Right. right? <laughs> to put on his outfit, and he never thought, oh, man, I ain't got nothing. Nothing overtly nope. showing the Longhorns? No. Okay. No. All right. Not even a hat. Legalized said, are the eyes of Texas on him? <laughs> they are definitely on him. Well done, Legalizer. <laughs> well done there. I like that. Okay. Let's uh, let's get back to some NFL news, notes, and nuggets here. Uh, Cowboys did trade for Brandon Cooks, and I don't just like this trade, Harge. I love this trade. Yeah, the more and more you look at it, the more and more you break it down, you're like, yeah, that looks really really good the way that everything is set up for him and the Cowboys where the Texans have taken some of that money from them where they don't have to be tied to the big number going back to what you said initially about the fact hey man you could have paid uh, Amari Cooper that money you could have paid, and now you're going to play a guy that's new to your system that money when yeah. we're going to still keep going back to that because that was the biggest mistake so far by the Cowboys with the signings and miscalculation of the market. I'm looking at it that way. But now I'm starting to say, okay, Cowboys, y'all doing something good this week. I mean, think about it. The entire offseason, the players that they kept, negotiated with, the Mm -hmm. players that they cut, the only thing that you could say, and you brought this up last week, that they messed up on was the franchise tag on Tony Pollard. The running back market. Yeah. That's the only critique I have. And I can say I'll call it a critique and not a criticism. Right. I don't know if they had a lot of choices about what to do at running back. They did get they did cut ties with Zeke. I thought mm-hmm. that was, you know, the majority of the uh regrets mm-hmm. they've had at that running back position, how it was handled was related to Zeke and that contract and the draft pick. They got rid of Zeke, they franchise tagged Tony Pollard, and they maybe they just didn't foresee the running back market being so depressed. They probably thought, oh, these guys, oh, you know, they'll, they'll get some deal similar to what this franchise tag is because it was a really deep free agent pool of running backs. Right. But I think you combine that with a really deep running back draft. And then all of a sudden, you mentioned this hard a couple weeks ago, Derrick Henry being available and Dalvin Cook now being available. Mm-hmm. And hell, you know, I mean, they got you got so many good Austin Eckler, another yep. running back now that's available via trade. Now, you know, that running back price tag, at least the value, I think has dropped considerably because it's just so much talent out there at running back. And nobody has really gotten a $10 million value in terms of an annual salary at the running back position on the open market. So that would be the miscalculation. You probably could have just let Tony Pollard walk in free agency. Yeah. If you didn't want to let him walk, how about giving him a non-exclusive franchise tag, cheaper price tag, and then if a team does want to take him, they got to give up two first-round picks. There's no team in the NFL. In the XFL, they would give two first round picks for Tony right. Pollard. Period. No. Not happening. Yeah, and I can tell you, just looking at the numbers, <laughs> the early people, the people who went in early on the market, the, the first buyers, paid the most for anybody. This is a very down year. So the biggest contracts are Derek Carr, who signed before free agency even started, then Hargrave, who was a very early signing mm-hmm. by the 49ers. So some of the biggest, most guaranteed money given out was all done very early. And then once everybody figured out there was not going to be a lot of spending, so Tony Pollard falls in that, oh, we didn't realize that no one was spending any money this year. Yeah, exactly. Year. It's before, like I said, before everything went down. You had a great point about Derek Carr and Javon Hargrave. That may be it. 
Because I don't. There's not been a lot of splash deals done in free agency. That's why I give the Cowboys a lot of credit. The Cowboys have always stayed away from free agency. And now you have more teams that are probably this free agent class is probably a little underwhelming. Yeah. But other teams are staying away from free agency because it is the worst value in talent acquisition. The best is undrafted free agency. Second best is the draft. Cowboys are fantastic in those talent acquisition areas. Third best value um, acquisition market is trades. And the Cowboys have have dabbled in trades, but man, they should they should be so aggressive in the trade market because they are close and the trade value can put you over the top, much like free agency can, but at a much de- a lesser decreased value. Yeah. In terms of the, uh, the 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 point the price point there, so I think the Cowboys are figuring this out. I don't know why it took them so long. I've been yelling about it for two years. I'm ecstatic that they're now <laughs> trading away fifth and sixth round picks for proving commodities, Harge. That is brilliant, and I'm telling you right now, I think the Cowboys are gonna be they're gonna be a contender in this NFC, man. The NFC is going to look very different next season. It is definitely. And no I, Tom Brady, maybe no Aaron Rodgers. Well, remember, we were talking about who won the offseason last year, and it was the Philadelphia Eagles and how they were making all their moves. Well, now we're going back the other way. The Eagles are losing players, and the Cowboys are picking up players. Yep. The defense for the, for the Eagles is changing. The offense is changing as well. So there's going to be a new look in the NFC East. And it's impressive. I'm liking what the Cowboys are doing. They're looking at Ronald Jones as a running back. He's coming in for an interview as well. Hmm. And a lot of people pretty much forgot about Ronald Jones. I remember. Yeah, Yeah, you know. And he was in Kansas City last year, but you never saw him. So he was he was a good running back with Tampa. And then he went to Kansas City. You didn't receive much from him. So I'm excited to see what the Cowboys are going to do. But that does not mean that they're going to pass up on the best player on their board at 26 if it comes down to them. I doubt Bijan will be there, but if Bijan's there, the Cowboys are going to take him. Yeah, I will say I like that they're actually being more proactive prior to the draft because they do draft well, but they've used that as a crutch of points to not go after a player because they're like, oh, we're going to wait and see how the draft pans out. And then afterwards, and then all those players go are gone. Yeah. And all those moves, Gilmore would have been gone. Yep. Brandon Cooks probably could have been gone before then. So you could have said both of these moves that they made for trades, if they wait till the draft to see if they can get a wide receiver that falls to them at 26 or to see if a, a really good cornerback falls to them in the second round or something, they, they lose out on being able to get those guys. So to do that and kind of shrink your, your targets for the draft – I know they like to draft best player available. You may still be able to do that in some situations, but you have way less people that you're trying to fill the spots with now. Whereas they've kind of over, they've corrected for the Amari Cooper trade now. They've corrected for the Bossman Fats draft pick that has not worked out. Boss they've man they've fast. corrected both of those blunders now with getting Brandon Cooks and getting uh, Gilmore. And you can kind of go, all right, now you're resetting. You can go back in the draft and not be stressed about it in dra- on draft day. Yeah, like I said, there there's no desperation uh, for the Cowboys in the this year's draft. They they do need a running back still, but they're trying to figure that out. That Ronald Jones uh, story proves that. And I do think they need a defensive tackle, but you know, I think the need is is not is less urgent mm-hmm. because they can sign a Jonathan Hankins or they can go out and go get another kind of one-year rental mercenary deal for a defensive tackle because everybody needs one of those guys. Or you can draft one late if you want to. But I just love the fact, as Patrick, I mean, they're going into this draft and they could go a number of different ways and you never know how the draft is going to play out. You never know what's going to happen.
happen. You never know where things are going to fall. So be in a position where you can be malleable, where you can be flexible. That's where the Cowboys are now. They can go. They can pivot four, five, six different ways in the first couple of rounds of the draft. And right now they're they're agile enough and they're flexible enough with their roster because I think they're stable with their roster where they won't take too much of a risk with any position. Yeah. I agree with that. And the way that they've gone about it and the way that they've been taking their time and looking at things, and I've been very critical of the lack of moves that the Cowboys have made throughout the, over the last few years, to Patrick's point, waiting till after the draft, after everybody else has been picked up and signed by uh, other teams, not addressing certain positions. I think they've done an excellent job here Um through this offseason thus far, and now we're just going to wait and see what they do. And they may make another move before the draft, but definitely watch and see what they do at the draft. Yeah, I can't wait now in the first round. It's going to be interesting. They could go tight end. They could oh go God. running back. They could. They can go tight end. Uh, no, they no, go I'm saying Remember it's Mel not Kiper? like they won't ever. They always looking at a tight end. And, and I don't like them going tight end in the no, first round, by the way. ever. But Mel Kiper, Todd McShay's mock draft, both have the Cowboys taking the Utah tight end Dalton Kincaid in the first round. Now, I say that's what's going to happen, but I'm just saying that they both are at least hearing the Cowboys are interested in tight end there and Dalton Schultz leaving. That's why I wish I wish they'd have been able to sign Dalton Schultz with that one-year deal. Oh, yeah. that'd have been... Uh, honestly, at that point, been a home run. I, I I might be starting to drink some of the Kool Aid no. with the Cowboys getting past the division around and really making some noise. Because that point, you I think that receiving core at that point, you'd have Don Schultz, you'd have Brandon Cooks, Ceedee Lamb, and oh. Michael Gallup, who would basically always end up being your fourth best uh, receiving target. Mm-hmm. And I think the only reason they didn't get him for that one year deal is bad blood. He he felt he, he was, was in a, his emotions. Yep, he was a little he was a little hurt, felt little disrespected. Yep, so you know what I'm gonna do? Yeah. I'm gonna go to the Texans. Yeah, because he know he could have brought that he could have brought that back to the Cowboys. Exactly. Cowboys said, we give it three. We give it three years with that with that money. Right. We give it yeah. three years with that money or three years a little bit over that money. Yep. And he decided, no, I'll take the one year deal. He, he may also be a Mike uh, or Kellen Moore guy. And that may have been something that plays into it too, where he goes, "Well, man, I really like Kellen Moore, and I don't think y'all treated him right." Could so be. I'm not a fan. That could be another could be, thing yeah. of offensive player. I, I think also think that Dallas could definitely go O line in this draft, just because you lose McGovern, you may want to try and yeah. you know a, a, with Smith, definitely with Tyron Smith getting older, say, yeah. hey man, we, we maybe we get a little bit more put up there, especially if we're going to try to run the ball. I can't drink any any Cowboys Kool Aid until I see what they got running back. Because right now you got Tony Pollard coming off an injury and a coach who says he's going to run the ball a lot. Well, you that, might have so, Ronald Jones. You might so, draft well. But, you, yeah, Ronald Jones and Tony Pollard agents. is not giving me oh, – we're going to run the I ball mean, a lot. I agree. So I need to see what you end up with after this draft and who you pull out of there Yep. because – Or if you make a, a trade or whatever back. you do. But that for me is – Cowboys Kool-Aid is, is on the shelf until I see the running back position. You're not going to add any sugar and sugar to it until no. they get – see what they do in the draft. The, but I agree with you about the running back I think that's why, that's why the miscalculation to me and the misreading the running back market – could come back to haunt them because you had such cheap deals for good running back, quality proven commodities early on in free agency. Rashad Penny signed for no pun, pennies on the dollar for him. It was a what was that, was that a one year deal he signed with the Eagles? Yeah. Quick one year deal. Deontay Foreman, who kept screaming, Deontay That's Foreman, the one. It's gonna cost you That's day one. I kept saying it's gonna cost you three million dollars. He literally signed for three million dollars. Yeah. So because yeah. he made two million last year. 
And he already said, I just want to prove that I can start in this league. So he's hungry. Cowboys missed out on that guy. Could have been a starting running back for you. So my point, if you would have just been aggressive early on with that running back position, I think you'd be in the catbird seat right now because you'd have a Penny or a Deontay Foreman right now on your roster already with the draft still on the horizon. And I don't know if that would be a weakness necessarily on your roster position-wise on offense. No, I don't think so case. either. Because a lot of people love Jake Henderson. They're saying uh, – no, sorry, uh, Ferguson. Jake Ferguson. Jake I'm, I'm, I'm trying I'm, to combine them both. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, they, people love Jake. They say Jake Ferguson is going to have a breakout year if yeah. the Cowboys allow it. Um, I'm and a also, huge Travis fan. Kelsey likes him a lot too. Um, so I don't know if that's necessarily a weakness or a liability because a lot of people like how – and by the way, the Cowboys have drafted tight end a lot they, the who, last I couple went years. Through it. I told yeah. you the other day. I'm like, why are we keep drafting these guys, <laughs> man? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, they. Yeah, you're right. They keep drafting tight ends, so they, they believe in their guys. They believe in their guys, like and they want to believe a lot in them. So I just <laughs> am like, okay – but look at this, and I wanted to ask you, number one, Patrick, are you back with the moves that the Texans have made and what you be- you see? Nick Casario's the one behind this. Casario. He's been making moves, major moves. Are you with them now, thinking about them now, or still waiting till oh, after I, the draft? I, I've been Stivers talking my ex a little bit. A <laughs> little, little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I might talk about that some tonight on Instant Serious. I mean – I may get into a little mm-hmm. bit more of uh of cyber stalking because because my current piece oh yeah. boy yeah boy they, yeah they're doing things that I got mad at the Texans for doing it's, hey you you are you are stuck in a bad spot right now so the, mm-hmm. a lot of people are hitting you on the specs text line saying Patrick if you want to jump on that bandwagon with Detroit they're making major I, man, moves I'm telling you Detroit you you guys don't you understand you saw what I, you saw you. what I did to the Raiders. Yeah. Y'all want me over there? I don't think y'all want me over there. <laughs> but I don't know if you could. You, there's no way you could doom Detroit. <clears throat> Worse than they've already been doomed as a franchise. Oh, you yeah. can't be bad luck to Detroit because they're a bad luck franchise by nature. <laughs> yep. You can't. So you, you so you're questioning my ability to jinx yeah, the team. You can't curse them more than they've already been cursed as a franchise. So I think you'd be safe making a a leap over to I their mean, fan but base. But I'm I'm cyber stalking my ex. Yep. So here's it, here's another team that you might want to be cyber stalking is the Panthers. What they're doing right now, they're making some major plays on some players. You brought up Miles Sanders leaving Philadelphia. Now he's with um, the Panthers. They brought in Adam Thielen. They brought in Hayden Hurst. And they're still out there making some moves for players. And they may be getting a first-round pick. Oh, I mean, the first quarterback off the board first. Yeah, I, the Panthers. The Panthers worry me because they got a lot of secondary guys, like guys that are not stars, but the guys right behind being the stars. And you're like, well, now you need to get those in the draft, and you just traded away so much of your draft capital yeah. to move up to get this number one overall pick for your quarterback. That now that running back you need, and that wide receiver you need, and all those other positions where you need another star player, you may not be able to get. Because you didn't, you trade away those picks to move up. Yep. So I think they're doing good. I think they're they're doing the best they can be doing for a team that nobody was talking about before this offseason. Like they hired Frank Reich and it was like, oh, it's gonna be a boring offseason for them, and they're just gonna do the same thing and just coast. They're not coasting. Right. Their their foot's on the gas. They're trying for it, but I'm not sure Adam Thielen and Hayden Hurst is where you go. Wow, you guys are going to dominate. Mm. You're just yeah. now it's just like you're in a bad division. 
Yep, which makes it okay. So you you you're going for the division? Nope. Yeah, I think the Saints are going to win that division. Yeah, I think they are too. I'm yeah. big on that. Yeah, and the fact that Michael Thomas came back <laughs> and, and, you, and you got a lot of coming back has kind of reinvigorated. If, if that Alvin team. Kamara plays, yeah, they seem like they're excited now with him there, whether it works or not. But I think he's the best quarterback in that division. But I agree that the Panthers are making some. Let's see what they do with that number one overall pick yeah. before we get excited about uh, the Panthers and their future prospects. All right, let's get excited about Austin FC and their future prospects because right now um, they're struggling a little bit. Uh, we're talking about Austin FC losing to the Houston Dynamo. Say what? Yes, all that more right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful Down the Horn. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Smooth Soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. We play jams uh, that are intended to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans. We've had a tough weekend. Um, that was the case for Austin FC fans, who uh, that includes all of us. We'll get to that here in just a second. Uh, if you missed the Brandon Phillips interview during Harsh Knocks Life, it was a damn good one. We had a really good time. Probably had too much of a good time. Probably should have talked more <laughs> fast bit softball. Uh, but he was a great guest. Uh, we got that Posted up for you at hornfm.com, so go check that out for you as well. One, I, I, I'm surprised that Harsh didn't know him. Harsh, like I know of him, but I didn't know him. <laughs> uh, but uh, he actually is uh, a great guy to know, not only because he is uh, one of the owners of the new fast pitch softball league, but also because his wife is a AEW champion. Yes, TBS champion. TBS, TBS champion. champion. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. So she was very impressed. We were trying to con him into bringing his wife next time. We So we basically invited him back on the show a lot. <laughs> yes, we like him. He's great. He's awesome. But we are trying to get him to bring his lovely, very talented wife in for us as well. I guess we can try to get Mark Henry to help with yeah, that, too. Because Mark say, Henry's like yeah. an exec over there now, too, he right? He definitely exec an exec. slash talent scout. And they're actually going to be wrestling at the Moody Arena <laughs> oh. Um, oh. coming up pretty soon. Oh, then Mark Henry's definitely going to be there. Oh, for sure. I wonder. What, okay, we'll figure out the date on that one. Yeah, we're going to definitely uh, have that maybe happen. We'll, maybe we'll go out there and hang out and go. Because yeah. he says she's undefeated. Yep, undefeated. She, we say 45 or 54? 54, 54 and, and oh. Hey, man, I ain't hating on that. that yeah. Not at all. He did, catch me, he, he did catch me Googling his wife <laughs> when he's right next to me, though. I let him know, hey, man. Hey, if, you, if your wife is a world champion, people going to be Googling your wife, okay? Yeah. I probably shouldn't look at the images like I did. <laughs> that's okay. I, that's all right. Uh, all right, let's get to Austin FC. I'm not a jealous man. I, well, yeah, that's yeah, what he, he saying. Yeah, you I'm can't not be. a jealous you man. You can't be. A, your, your woman's on national TV. Yeah. I mean, not international probably. You got the world yeah, watching it. In, international. And she's lovely and fantastic, so people are going to, you know, they're going to, you know. Yep. They're going to love your wife, and they're going <laughs> to talk about it. how great she is and compliment her. Okay. But anyway, getting back to Austin FC, they started out, man, they've been struggling a little bit. So it's actually, they only played four matches, mm-hmm. and they're two and two. So I, I Still say struggling. a struggle for them. Con- considering last season yeah. and how last season went, them going to the yeah. Western Conference uh, Finals and everything mm-hmm. like that, I think that the expectations were really high to start the season really fast and strong. I still think they're going to be a really good team, and they'll be in it uh, late. Uh, but they they lost to the Houston Dynamo most no recently. And um, a lot of people are concerned with the start. They lost 2-0 to, the, to Houston Dynamo. Remember, they're coming off of the CONCACAF 
uh, it wasn't disappointment. Uh, it was a disappointment because they they, yep. they lost the first match in the Concacaf tour with the Violet, yep. uh, and then they won the second match, but they didn't win by enough points, so they still uh, did not advance in the Concacaf tournament. What are your thoughts about Austin? I know you got you got a soccer household because wifey yep. was a pro, so she uh, played at the highest levels. Kids love to love soccer as well. You yep. guys are big Austin FC fans. You go to matches. What are your thoughts about the start to the season for Austin FC? It's just like you said. It's a disappointing start to the season, um, even if they're. Even though they're two and two, you still expected a lot from this squad. Um, there was a lot of expectation coming back into it. You made some good signings, bringing in different players, yeah, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe they are sitting there trying to figure out the chemistry of the squad, but you got to make sure that you get it in. You know what I'm saying? This is the time where you continuing to that momentum of when you were were trending in the right direction. So now you're sitting here looking at what's gonna what is it gonna be to get this team rolling? You still have the best player in the league that I think in Jerusi, and you still have talented guys. But my question is, do you think the injury to the the guy on the back line that they had earlier? Is is one of the problems that they had? One of their defensemen. Remember, he got hurt in the beginning yes. of the year. Um, yeah, you're right about that. And, got, and the so I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there thinking, is that something that might be hindering them on the back end of their squad? Uh, well, I'm sure it. it I'm sure it's been um, an impactful uh, loss that they've had there, but. Considering how early it is, and you'd expect this team to adapt. So I don't know if it's something that has been debilitating for them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something we can kind of dive into. Uh, but I, what I will say is, I because of the the lack of the offensive explosion we had last. Remember how many points, oh how many gosh, goals we scored early on? Do you remember ton. that? It was I ton. believe through the first eleven matches last season, because that's what we kept talking about. I was like, damn. They're so exciting to watch because they were yep. scoring so many goals last year early on. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was 11 through the first four matches. It was a ton. I believe it was 11. Yeah. It was like 11 goals made. And obviously that's that's a lot of goals, period. So I'm not saying I'm expecting that type of performance to be replicated. But they did have a a huge kind of offensive outburst early on. And they their defense was also really good. Yep. Um, they only allowed two goals, I believe, through their first four matches last season. Uh, this season, they've allowed more goals than they've scored. Yeah, and that's not this team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not who they are as far as their aggressiveness. Remember, because we were talking about it a long time ago, we kept saying, man, this team is really aggressive. They're going after it. They're right. trying to score goals from all over the place. They're not slowing down at all. And this year, it's, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different energy. Yeah, now because I, I still think it's fine. Obviously, nobody's panicking just yet because yeah, it's still, still early. really, really early. Uh, but yeah, I think last year we kind of took for granted that that uh, that really that offensive prowess of that group um, that really it was something rare. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just an, it, maybe that's last season. It was going to be a different identity for that team than this team. And Stuver was that was his breakout year. Mm-hmm. Remember, Stuver yep. was was not a star until last season. No doubt. He was more of a kind of a journeyman. I'm not trying to disrespect the man, but that was, you know, the the narrative about him was that he still hadn't hadn't really found his form and hadn't really reached expectations, and he wasn't considered to be a starting goalie necessarily, mm-hmm. like by most people's uh, predictions and by their standards. And last season, he proved that he was one of the best goalies in all of MLS. Right, and that started a little. That's been a little shaky to start as well. 
Um, and the injury, I believe, is uh, Cascante's Cascante. Injury. Julio Cascante him. was the injury you were talking yeah. about. And yes, they've had trouble trying to uh, fill that that void yeah. left by him as well. All right, we come back. We'll wrap it up. Put it in the oven right here on Ball Don't Lie, 149 The Horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's... That is... All right, welcome back to Baldo Live right here on 104.9 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap this thing up and put it in the oven. If you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. If you want to hear the Texas women's game right now, they are down to Louisville 37-23. Is twenty three? Yes, yes. Uh, you can go to one zero five three. The bat is over there. Hornfm.com. You can go catch up with the Brandon Phillips interview. If you missed any part of the shows, I go to the podcast page at hornfm.com. What's on tap for you, Harch? I'm gonna go home and watch some more basketball. That's what this time of the year. So I'm gonna be dialed in, and I'm gonna be watching the rest of the uh, WBC baseball too. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. World, World Baseball Classic. Right. Uh, Patrick, what's on tap for you, brother? Into series tonight at eight. Nice. Yes, right. Uh, is soccer matters coming? Yes, up? it soccer is. Soccer matters at yeah. seven. Glenn Davis. Hey, man, you're gonna have you're gonna have the host of the Dynamo talking about the Austin FC because he does uh, play by play for the Dynamo. Oh, yeah. that is fantastic. That's there why I is. love it, my man, Glenn Davis. Soccer matters coming up next. I'm gonna go home and watch this new Donald Glover show called Swarm on Amazon. Uh huh. Yeah, I saw some it. of the beginning of the video. I'll give you a little blackbuster review well, about I that one tomorrow. That. I will come back tomorrow, same time, same channel. Remember, everyone's not be televised. We talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care. He says, but more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.